I can't say anything that I can get canceled for. Girl, bye. I don't like when you say that. That's a good parenting job on your dad's part. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, hello, hello. This is the long-anticipated season one, episode one of Conversational Humor with Pun and Balrog. And I'd like to do some introductions. My name's Andy Balrog. I am Christopher. Pun. And we don't know each other that well, which is the greatest thing about this podcast. This is <laughs> the longest-standing best friendship with no real sustenance to it. <laughs> no. Other than a random tailgate? It, we tackled a trash can together in 98. <laughs> <laughs> but there's nobody conversationally funnier than Pun across from me. So when you said, let's do a podcast, I was like, hell yeah. He did it. it, it he did it. And I, and you thought I was joking, but I just went and started buying equipment. Yeah, he, just, he was like, hey, listen, I got your seat. And there's a microphone and headphones. And I named it and we're rolling. And I named I... it. I created the format. It's going to be a PG to PG-13 podcast. So that, uh, you know, our kids can enjoy it. Our families. Yep. We can be funny without dropping F-bombs, right? I, I believe we I can. I believe we can. And so everyone always asks. Oh, actually, let's just, talk, let's just small talk a little bit. Okay. I mean, it's the new year. It's kind of cool that we're doing season one, episode one in the new year so that we can like do it per year, Yeah, per it, season. Yeah, this was also one of my resolutions to stop being too busy to come over and do this. And too scared. And nervous. You, scared. You look scared. <laughs> nervous is a better word, slightly scared. But I also listen to R&B on the way over here, so I'm a slightly turned on. I kind of want to call my ex, and I'm a little sad. I should have listened to some Tupac. <laughs> You look like you're scared to fall in love. Yeah, well, I'm scared of that, too. So I don't know how long it's going to be each week, so people will just have to put up with it at the beginning, and we're probably just not going to be good at the beginning. No, no, I don't think we're going to be good. I think it's funny that we're arrogant enough that we think people will want to actually listen to us. Yeah, that's the thing that frightens me the most is because I sometimes at night I'm like, what have you done that anyone cares about? <laughs> Are you working an oil company? The thing that frightens no me the most. <laughs> what you have to say. The thing that frightens me the most is becoming best friends with Joe Rogan. Yeah. Once we're, you know, yeah. up there. And then, you know, well, I'm married. I got to make sure to maintain not a famous lifestyle, you know. What if it creates a rift between us where Joe's calling me more than you? Ooh. And I worry about that. Thanks for planting that in my brain. Yeah. And I'll be paranoid. Mm-hmm. Did you do any New Year's resolutions? I did. Uh, I did a sugar one only because, not f for a weight or any kind of, but I have these nagging injuries. My shoulder's blown out. My elbow's blown out. How old are you? Uh, 38. <laughs> we don't even, I don't even know how old you are. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, but I, it's from working out. What's your middle name? William. Oh, okay. uh, Social security number. Uh, <laughs> actually, four digits. Actually, I, I did just get some fraud happened uh, off topic. I had to call Bank of America at 3 o'clock in the morning. I got five emails back to back to back. Your account's been confirmed, blah, 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 blah. Somebody, I don't, they didn't, they didn't open a credit line. Luckily, they just opened a checking account. And I what happened to be up for work. So I caught it, called them. They canceled it before any transactions. But why were they setting a checking account? What were they going to do with a checking account? Oh, my God. This is the most boring story I've ever heard. <laughs> so I'm, I'm about to kill myself. Listen, I almost lost my life. <laughs> <laughs> Identity uh, theft is real, people. I turned your headsets up, by the way. Your headphones. Did you? Did you? Did you? No, can you hear it? Yeah, it's not bad. Nothing. 
Uh, yeah, mine's uh, it's always sugar, right? Sugar. I just like stuff sugar into my face all Christmas long. I'm a disgusting human. It's the only reason I'm not on GQ is because of sugar. Like desserts <laughs> and snacks are it's sugar. Even though you weigh half of what you weighed when I met you. Yeah, but I was a piece of crap. <laughs> okay, I was... Hey, that was pretty good to not swear there. <laughs> Keeping it PG. Mm-hmm. I was a piece on... of S H I T. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so mine's, uh, I'm doing push-ups, and I'm doing, uh, just because I'm scared of the man boobs. Those are terrifying. That's terrifying. I've been trying to work them off for a year. Like, if I took my shirt off right now, it would look like my belly and boobs are making a frowny face. Yeah, I could have a, a six-week-old <laughs> It would look baby. like a depressed face right here, just like someone that needs counseling. <laughs> and then, I'm doing dry January. What's that Not about? to sound like an alcoholic. Yeah, why are you doing that? you know, that? you go to Christmas time, and you start having a little bit of wine every night. And next thing you know, you're like, Christmas time. When did I not have wine? (laughs) (laughs) Start getting all mad at the kids when they wake you up at 10 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, hey. Hey, keep it down out there. Right out there. Someone take the dog out. (laughs) At least it's wine, though, and not Jack Daniels. Right. Like Uncle Vic. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) The Russo family. I hope they're listening. He will be. So people said, what's the format? And so what I thought. It's hard to explain to people. Everybody's Everybody asks what the format is. So I, I say, well, what we're going to do is we're just going to do guy talk. Like if you and I were at a bar, that's why I wanted to name it Beer 30 Guy Talk. If we were at a bar, we would just talk crap like this. It'd be natural. Right? We'd yeah. start talking about like a topic and we'd just start going off it. And so each week we're going to have a to topic. Except to be fair, if we were at a bar... Two hours into it, you'd run off and I'd find you in a broom closet <laughs> with no shoes on singing Whitney Houston. That was in my 20s. Or I, that was in my 30s. <laughs> actually, I'm ashamed to say that's that a was true, last week. That's a true story. You were just by yourself singing Percy Sledge after I, really I found the Germans and they're like, where's Andy? I'm like, I don't know. The, some lady at the counter said a broom closet. Andy gives Irish goodbyes sometimes. <laughs> he just leaves. Um, so yeah, every week or every time we make a podcast, I want to give you a topic or you're going to give me a topic, and we're each going to think of a few things that we want to say, and the other person can just kind of hear for the first time, and then we go. Because that's what we would do at a bar. Yeah, just general conversation. And maybe we'd be having beers here, but uh, it's dry January for me. Yeah, no so, sugar for me. It's also about 2, o'clock, 2 o'clock in the afternoon, 2.40. So, yeah, yeah, it would have been starting late for us. <laughs> so. so this week we're talking. So I, I, said thing, I said things that your dad's generation did that we don't do or we don't do at all and the the number one obvious which hold on go ahead this is what i was gonna say to you earlier i think i think that yours are gonna be like macro like general overviews and mine are gonna be very micro like very specific things well i only remember one of what i wrote down oh that's great it's great preparation i mean to say that i'm prepared is an understatement So when I say, please, hey, excuse me, Christopher. <laughs> can you please, stop talking? Can you please think of three things to talk about? And you're like, I got one, and then I'll shoot from the hip. <laughs> Jerk. So, all right. You, so should I, should you start? Go ahead. Uh, I think the obvious one is talk about your feelings. <laughs> I mean, who cares how you're feeling? <laughs> you got to get up and get it done. Is that, <laughs> I mean. Are you talking from a guy's perspective that was born in 1955 or a guy that was born in 1980? Um, I'm talking about <laughs> every guy I meet everywhere to this day. They're always talking about how they feel. I don't care how you feel, but guys in 1950, I feel like we're, we're a heck of a lot harder 
than we are. They just got it done. They didn't how they felt meant nothing. So our generation's like medium. Our generation's medium. <laughs> you ever tried to hug a dude that was born in fifty five? He's not happening. It's like hugging a it's like hugging a flagpole. Like he doesn't move into you at all. Yeah. It's like, yeah, this whole talking about our feelings and how we feel, it it distracts from what needs to be done. I'm not saying that there's not a time and a place for it, but we're we we went way too far in the extreme. <laughs> we're way too far. <laughs> Have you ever talked to your dad about feelings? No. Uh, this is going to get awkward. Would he attack you? My dad died when I was like eight. Thanks for bringing that up. Jesus, <laughs> told you. <laughs> <laughs> he, he doesn't know me at all. I told you I don't know anything about pawn. <laughs> Yikes! We're gonna no, it's we're not, gonna go ahead and jump to a commercial break. It's, that's not a it's not a sore <laughs> subject. Sorry. I've been I've been getting bullied about it for ten years. <laughs> Have you ever talked to the stepdad you had that used to beat the crap out of you about your? No, I'm just joking. He, no, I didn't. He was awesome. I just he looked like Emmett Smith. Nice. Yeah, that's all. Russo and everybody used to just call him Emmett Smith. He was like five ten, two twenty five. You got solid. They would all get drunk and be like Barry Sanders. <laughs> Barry Sanders was better than your you. offensive line <laughs> carried you. Yeah, that's right. Imagine Barry behind that <laughs> offensive line. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be. There's gonna be a lot of awkward moments like this where yeah. I find out things that are horrible. Well, and I didn't know. <laughs> that, listen, I can roll with the punches. I just flat out didn't know. So I'll read. I'll, I'll give you my first one. I can't believe you have one thing. We already did your thing. Mm-hmm. We're, we're already done. <laughs> this hate, has been a great podcast. I hate your guts. <laughs> See you later. Well, <laughs> nobody's listening at this point. I mean, to be honest. I'm just glad that we're sitting down and working these kinks out and figuring them out. I'm more worried. I'm not worried about um, the preparation in the show topics. That's to me. That's the the least hardest thing to do. The hardest is the comfort and the natural flow in conversation. Your, so your arrogance is astounding. Yeah, I know. For a guy <laughs> I like with you. a high school diploma, <laughs> I'm out here like what the, so, <laughs> the textbook. Whoa. So listen, listen to this. I, I went like total micro already. Mm-hmm. Guys in our dad's generation carry handkerchiefs. And I don't understand them, to be honest with you. I, think, I, I don't actually know how to say the word because it's like handkerchief. Do, do you think that? But I don't understand how you could just have this piece of cloth in your pocket. That you just pull out and just decimate and then just fold it up like nothing just happened. Well, they didn't have Allegra. (laughs) Allergies was a thing back then. I don't know. That's tough. Imagine being like at a dance or what did they do back then? Dances. Uh, Sit at a diner and eat fries. (laughs) Sit at a diner. And you and think about the sound a handkerchief makes when you're folding it back up and sticking it in a pocket, and, and then they would like get married to these women <laughs> who had to sit through this. I'm pretty sure my dad still carries a handkerchief. I and I, I can't. When I see someone our age carrying one, I'm like, what on earth is happening right where now? Where have you seen someone our age ever carrying one? I don't, <laughs> <laughs> don't want to call people out, but <laughs> but let's just say I've seen it. Listen, if you're one of those people and you're listening, we don't need 10 listeners. We'll take nine. Don't come back. Oof. Let's go down the list. This one was kind of obvious. I thought you'd come up with this one, too. Guy, guy, (laughs) it's just about the type of underwear men wore. 
And I feel like there was like an underwear renaissance in our generation because our dad's generation wore tidy whities. Tidy whities. When I say I say it backwards, I say, say whitey tighties. Just weird. Everyone corrects me, and I'm like, no. Our dad's generation wore tidy whities, and just one day, we all our generation is very unique. I don't know why there's a name for our generation where we grew up without internet, mm-hmm. and then and we then had internet, and then we had right. smartphones, and like we're the only generation that's kind of like that. There's like a stretch of like ten years. Yeah, we still remember pre internet right. life, and we're that way with underwear too. What yeah. generation wore? Because I'm sure you wore tidy whities when you were little. Yep, I did till and, about ten or eleven. I want to say, and then our generation just went like completely opposite. It was like you know what. Are you a boxer or a boxer brief guy? 100% boxer briefs. I'm 100% boxer brief. I don't understand. But that's what I'm saying. It was like an overcorrection. A way overcorrection. They were like, yeah. it's restrictive. And so I'm just going to wear like a little mini skirt underneath my pants to, to correct this problem. Yeah. And then you grow up and you, I remember, I'll never forget the first time I put on a, a pair of boxer briefs and I was like, this is magical. It's it, it's the most beautiful thing on earth. It really is. A, it, a good pair of boxer briefs. It's the perfect the compromise. Yeah, I agree. I think our grandpa's generation wore boxer briefs actually. And then our dad's generation was like, these look sexy. <laughs> <laughs> these look similar to what my girlfriend's wearing. Do you know what the women did kind of did the same thing with thongs, right? Then they went to G strings, which are just like Ooh. dental floss up your butt. <laughs> so they overcorrected as well. <laughs> they went straight from granny panties to nothing. Uh, I was watching some, uh, <laughs> I can't go down this path. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I don't know when I was watching. I was watching like White Christmas and Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street and all the Christmas movies that were like black and white. And what happened to gravity over the years? Like women's women's breasts used to be like triangular. Right now they or maybe it was the brazier. Brazier for sure. Brazier they never sure. took them off. It's the same <laughs> with their toes. With the with the dress shoes, you ever like your grandma's feet are because she wore dress shoes for forty years. You've never seen the the pinky toe that overlaps. <laughs> we were stronger people back oh my god dude imagine like back in the day people used to go to imagine if every time we hung out we wore suits like they did back in the day how awesome that would be yeah that's that's where men were men that's right women were scared scared to take off their shoes Yeah, they didn't take showers, but they sure dressed. How many nice. suits do you own? Zero. Zero. None. I own three. I'm not trying. Hey, I don't, I mean, think, I don't bra- think I'm better you're than bra- you. <laughs> Why are you big timing me on our first episode? I, I feel like I'm big timing him. <laughs> I own three suits, but imagine having enough suits that every single time you went out of your house, you were like wearing a suit. Or maybe it was I, just weekend stuff. I wow. think they just changed the shirts, maybe a couple blazers and a pair or two or trousers, and that's it. Trousers. Yeah, it's a trousers. Yeah, I, mean, I would have gone with slacks. Nice, pressed, firm pair of slacks. Yeah, <laughs> you I said your grandpa's toes. <laughs> That's so good. That like killed my whole train of thought. You know what I'm talking about? The 60 year old foot for sure. It's got to have a name for it. I would, I, I would imagine. I mean, there's a name for well, it. We have to create a name for the 60 year old foot. <laughs> Getting bunions. Excuse me, Ethel. Uh, we're, we're running a little experiment. You mind if you take your shoes off real quick? Yeah, we're we're doing statistics on how many of your pinky toes are overlapping the rest of your foot. Have you ever lived with? You lived with a girl, right? 
Yeah, oh yeah. This is the longest. You're single, I'm married. Just yeah. bragged again. Yeah. Wait a this minute. This is the longest stretch of marriage uh, is being not... single. Oh. I'm like a, a little over a year. Were you as shocked as I was when you moved in with a woman how many pairs of sho- shoes they had? You, you knew they had a lot more than we did, but I don't think I ever... <laughs> they, I don't think I was prepared for the amount of shoe boxes Stephanie was bringing into this house. I was wasn't prepared for the amount of shirts, pants, shorts, skirts. Like they Candles. everything from middle school until forever. It doesn't matter <laughs> if they still fit in them. It doesn't matter. They don't care. I know. If they bought a shirt at TJ Maxx for six ninety nine in nineteen ninety two, they still have it. <laughs> it's like I have six shirts and. Three pairs of pants, Whoa. and I like it that way. I, oh, dude, I would have nothing else. It's like, and next time we record, I'll probably be wearing these same exact clothing. It's the best feeling in the world. It's the I I don't want to put any train of thought into what I'm wearing. No. Yeah, women. I mean, what was that store in the mall back when we were younger? Where like girls remember when we would go clubbing and they would it was like buy a shirt for one night out. It was like the cheapest worst stuff. Mm-mm. Not like I don't remember. I hated shopping. That was actually one of the best things about getting married is that I didn't have to shop very yeah. often anymore shopping sucks stuff and that's something guys make fun of you for when you first are like late 20s or your or your girl shops for you and then you get older and you're like this is this amazing is, yeah, yeah stephanie just brought me home a pair of jeans and i just sat here watching michigan basketball yeah it's a beautiful life and she enjoys it yeah people are like what are your hobbies i'm like golf poker <laughs> not shopping <laughs> not, not shopping <laughs> stephanie what are your hobbies shopping, shopping. <laughs> So the other one I had, another one I had was, uh, <laughs> how about the giant keychains? <laughs> oh God, oh, you're so lucky. My my stuff is. Are upset. you a giant keychain guy? I look like a janitor. Oh my God! I, I constantly get ridiculed. How many you got on there? Uh, over <laughs> under twenty. I'm I'm taking the over. No way! It's ridiculous. I'm way off base. Yeah, I I have keys. I I am the key guy to the women's clothes. Like I, if I had a key in 1992, I still got it. <laughs> What's that go to, honey? I don't know. Padlock from seventh grade locker. A master lock in Tampa Bay, Florida. <laughs> Powerhouse gym that went out of <laughs> went out of business. I uh, my dad always had them. So I yeah. And and I was I I thought. That's just like a part of getting older. Maybe it's because I'm not a man. No, I think you're a man. But when I look at someone with a keychain plus minus 20, I'm just going to start like off the top of my head here. What they go to. Yeah, what, what do you do with All those? right, you got two vehicles. You, I have a house. Yep. There's three. Uh, an added Just lock to let to you garage. know, that's where I stop. Yeah. <laughs> an added lock to the garage. And I, had se- I have separate keychains for each vehicle. So yeah, okay. Throw in garage. That's mm-hmm. four. Uh, key, a work for a key a, a for toolbox. A toolbox. I have a key for our facility in Grand Rapids, Saginaw, uh, Detroit. Yeah, but you drive. Um, you're a truck driver, right? Which is that sounds way more manly than saying I'm in sales. Um, <laughs> and then I have keys for every house I've ever lived in. I just never <laughs> took them off. So thank God I'm not Jeffrey Dahmer because I could murder people right now and just get right out of <laughs> right. there. Have you changed your locks? <laughs> what about if you didn't drive a truck and you didn't need Grand Rapids and whatever other cities well, you just I, said? You like, know, like my dad didn't drive a truck. He had toolboxes. Well, I, you, I also have master lock keys for quads. So 
when we would go up north, I would lock the quads in the bed of my trailer, in the bed of my truck, just in case I wasn't going to take them out. And so, like, I'm, I walk in and go get something to eat, and somebody just doesn't pop it out and take it. So I got master lock keys. I got. I got if you're a dude, if I see a guy, first of all, I'm 41 and I don't fist fight. I never was a fighter. <laughs> but if I'm in a bar and I'm drinking whiskey and I'm ready to fight somebody. And you got a keychain with twenty plus keys on it. There's no chance I'm fighting yeah, you. Yeah, it's like cauliflower. You're stronger than me. Yeah, it's I a, just it's put them down. You work with your hands, and I don't. <laughs> when when people talk junk to me, I just set the keys right there. On I the have. <laughs> What's that, buddy? That's right. I have a shared keychain with my wife <laughs> for our Malibu. It has S and A on there. We call it the Boo. Yeah, I'm, uh, there's no way. What are things that you, if you ever thought about fighting somebody, what would be an attribute of a male that you wouldn't want to fight? Don't say something dumb like they look like Nate Diaz. Um, no, the the cauliflower ears for sure is, is a dead giveaway. I've never seen that in real life. Um, the thousand mile stare or thousand yard stare, whatever you say. You, I get that when I'm drinking whiskey. Who looks deranged. <laughs> like that's the eyes for me tell it all. And you know what? The quieter they are, the less I want to fight them. The loud, not that I want to fight, but the louder they are, the less I think they can fight. You want to fight me? Um, with that attitude, <laughs> no. How many fights have you been in? Uh, I haven't been in a fist fight since I was like nineteen or twenty in Canada. Evade, I got jumped evade, by six Canucks. No. And listen, I didn't even. I don't. Do I have to edit out Canuck? I don't know if that's a. I, I think we're a lot of these stereotypical about Canadians, I feel like right? we, yeah, if we they're, can't they're Canadians. 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 Come, on, dude. Come on. Come on. Trudeau but did blackface. They, we can call them Canadians. They beat me up so gently that I didn't miss a day of work, and I think I got a corn dog <laughs> and then left. <laughs> like, it was so gentle. <laughs> Is this was, a massage? I was like, you guys are so kind. You guys want to work out that knot? There was like eight of them. I may have. Man, I never fought in Canada. I saw police just pommel kids. It was my fault. Here. Uh, me, a buddy of mine, who's all, whose name's also Chris, we wore American flag shirts underneath our button-ups, <laughs> and we got a little drunk, and <laughs> we took our button-ups off, and we we might have chanted USA in every Canadian's face we seen that day. <laughs> I made fun of my daughter because she went to homecoming, and she wore like the same dress with every girl, same style, different color, Chuck Taylor All-Star shoes. Oh, yeah. Did your daughters do that? Yes. Yeah, they're... And I was like, you guys wear the same things. And then I see pictures of us when we were younger. There's pictures behind you. And we're just wearing the same button-up, but different color stripes. Yeah. <laughs> for, like, for like ever. Yeah, my daughters original. are uh, now... They they don't do Chuck Taylors. They do... Um, oh, my daughter's going to listen to this and be the first on board with the new shoe. They do something different now, but it's always a gym shoe. Like It's like, look as pretty as you can and then ruin it. With yeah. a pair of shoes. And then we show them pictures of when we were there, and we had, like, wingtips. <laughs> I, I went through a phase where I was I wore, like, were you going to prom or are you going to tap dance? I went through a phase where going to the bar slash club, I would wear dress shoes with jeans and a button-up. And I thought I was the coolest thing on earth. It's the worst. I thought I was so cool. It's the worst. Someone told me a long time ago, they were like, you end up wearing, man, I say like too often. They said you end up wearing the same. Eventually, adults stop keeping up with fashion. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. But I think you just stop certain things. Certain things, yeah. Like I look back when we used to go out and and we were wearing boot cut jeans or like mm. wide leg jeans and we'd look like a bunch of. <laughs> I'm embarrassed to even look at pictures of that. <laughs> we look so stupid. I didn't realize how much of uh, 
what's the proper word to use here? How much of a thug I, I, I was back then. I mean, I was a real gangster. Like, looking back at those pictures. You grew up in Wyandotte. That's a very rough uh, yeah, I was, area. No, a real, I was a real gang member back then. Yeah. I remember the Canada years were crazy because you ended up just going. It was like, I remember they always had commercials. We're going to stop drunk driving in the new year. I was like, why don't you just hang out at the border? I drove backwards through the board. I went around the barricades with Mike Russo. <laughs> this is a true story. No way. He doesn't drink. L- listen. He should have drove. Manny Carmona, Mike Russo, <laughs> my Ford Taurus, 19-ish, maybe 20. I was so drunk, I went around the barricades that clearly in 10-foot letters say, do not enter. And they still let me go. Man, oh, man. It's so bad. It's a different time back then. Uh, I used to say... Uh... I wanted to open up a, a business on the, on the other side, on this side of the bridge that was like 50 cents to take a leak because those lines would be so long on the oh, way from yeah. Canada. The, Intellectual property, by the way, if anybody tries to steal Oh, right? A, a drunk. Would you have paid 50 cents? It's two quarters. Yeah. Or a dollar. A dollar to take a leak? Drunk me would have paid $17. For sure. <laughs> to, <laughs> not, to not go to jail. You know how many times I got ripped off at those hot dog stands? Oh, yeah. Where he's like thirty bucks American. I'm like, yeah, yeah, that makes Sean, logical sense. Sean had to buy a new pair of jeans every time we went to Canada because he had mustard from the shin down, <laughs> just from walking with hot dogs. Yeah, those were reckless times. Nineteen year old kids in a different country, even though we're right around the block from home, is just like a different thing. And our kids are about to listen to this podcast and be like, "You guys did what?" Well, I all did. I gotta say is you outed yourself, and I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm talking about being an entrepreneur i can't ever say that word entrepreneur entrepreneur you want a beer i'm just kidding man you give up sugar stop being a baby what time is it three o'clock i mean we could have a shot or six <laughs> so another thing i i jotted down here because this actually just happened i only had three but i jotted down another thing is that we just went to my sister's house in virginia and well you're a truck driver so it makes more sense. do you use google maps when you drive i do use google maps um I've kind of learned it's not a good idea for truck drivers to do because they don't. There are apps out there that you can pay for, um, and I had one for a long time, but there are a lot of days where I don't. I'm not just a truck driver now. I kind of do whatever needs to be done at the company. That's a boring story, but Google Maps. I I just woke back up. Google Maps, you can use if you're a truck driver, but you have to know how to read it and look at it because there's a lot of streets you can't go down being a truck driver is intimidating because you have you have to know how to drive a truck backwards and you have to know where your weapons are at at all times <laughs> and you have to know where you can be and where you can't the worst thing is, is ending up in a city there are a lot of class a roads that are not class a roads forever oh my god this is boring so just yeah view. give me a call if you want to be a truck driver <laughs> so we drove to virginia to my sister's house and i was like Back in the day, our parents would just use a road atlas. Like that's how, when, yeah, they were adult, fully functioning adults. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> we're not, and adults. they would just hit traffic jams and be like mother effer, mm-hmm. and just waste two hours of their life. Where Google's like, hey, get off through here. That's the I'm main like, reason. Thanks, Google. That's the main reason I still I use Google Maps going anywhere farther than fifteen minutes because of the traffic. But aspect. imagine trying to go somewhere macro versus micro and you're like oh i take i-75 south until i get to 80 90 and blah blah blah. but then when you get closer to where you're going what do they do just stop at gas stations 
No, they kept a, they kept an atlas in the glove box, and they just kind of, yeah they stop whenever <laughs> you stop and take a leak, you just go. Ah, I know I'm getting close to here. <laughs> I know I'm getting closer. <laughs> That's why people ended up in different states. Yeah, now we make it home lightning fast. It used to take ten hours to get out there to my mom's family. Now it's like eight because we don't stop at gas stations. When they become well. You have to fill up your gas. So they did that in their 20s and 30s when they had kids. But when they become 50s and 60-year-old men, they know everywhere. Like You you get in the car with a 60-year-old guy, and you don't need a phone. You don't need a map. They know everywhere. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. Chad, you know Chad. Mm-hmm. His dad, Bill, plays in my poker game. He's going to be listening to this, I hope. He might not be listening still. Yeah, no, he left but... at the truck driver thing. <laughs> no, he was a truck driver. Okay. <laughs> he loved it. Yeah, and he can tell you, you say a city's name or like a road and he knows it. Was he a real, so I'm not a real truck driver. Was he, a, did he go over the road or was he local and home every night? He retired and bought an 18 wheeler and rode independently cross country. Yeah, yeah, he's a real truck driver. Yeah, like man stuff. Yeah, I he did man stuff. He showered at truck stops. I, <laughs> I have no comment on the stories I've heard. Chad, close your ears. He Chad, picked up lot lizards. Chad, <laughs> okay. Chad, don't pay attention to this. Man, I hope this is still recording. I feel like it shut off. Did, did I that truck driving even board the computer? It just canceled out. Maybe, maybe. Um, I don't know. We've we haven't been going that long. I had fun. What else you want to talk about? <laughs> oh, see, that's why preparation is so important. Very so important. So then you don't say things like, "What else do you want to talk about?" Yeah. Imagine if you had come with more than one topic. I know. Imagine if I actually. I yeah. think you won the day. I think you won the day, though. I'm gonna be giggling until tonight about the, <laughs> the toe. <laughs> the toe is so good. I'm I, sorry, Rose or whoever's listening. I think, right? I think so. So I, I also texted you this week and was like, we need more topics for more shows so we can just bore more people. Yeah. To be fair, you were right about the arrogant part. Until you just said that, um, what else do you want to talk about? I just assumed we could wing an entire... Impossible. It's impossible. It's impossible. Yeah. Yeah. Preparation is definitely key. Definitely most of what we talked about has not been prepared. Um, But one of the thing I sent you is very dangerous because I said pet peeves of girlfriends and wives. Mm -hmm. And I'm happily married. And my wife's going to be one of our 10 listeners. Yeah, but she's not as sensitive as I feel like. Uh, I think part of the let's tread. I'll let you. Why don't you go first, Andy? <laughs> what you got? Yeah, what do you got, man? No, I pass. <laughs> it's like fast money. Pass. I've noticed the key to happy marriage though is is when a wife tells you something that you're doing wrong, change it. Yeah, that's and when you one. notice something that she's doing wrong. Don't mention it. <laughs> you don't mention it. hundred percent. You don't mention it. You just leave subtle hints around the house. <laughs> like, give us an example. Or, like, <laughs> Stephanie, let's pay attention. If she leaves something out, I'll be like, is this one of the damn kids? Is this their purse? Ooh. Oh, no, I know exactly whose purse this is. But that doesn't actually make me mad. See, that you went to college. You're way smarter than me. I would have never thought to say something like that. I'll never. <laughs> is this one of the kids? Like, yeah. That price scorches Deflecting. her soul. Yeah, I'd be like, can you believe one of the kids is this inconsiderate? <laughs> <laughs> As I'm standing there in my boxer briefs. Oh, I took it all the way back to boxer briefs. She, uh, I remember, I don't want to give any spoilers. Oh, and then I thought the 10 listeners that listen could then give us topics that say, yeah, well, you're a man and this pisses me off about you because. Oh, I'm sure there's plenty. We probably know what pisses women off. And sometimes you do it on purpose. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah. 100%. Grind up the gears. Yeah. But some things catch me out of left field. When I first started dating Stephanie, Chad and Stephanie and I were at a bar. The roof of Chelly's Chili. And Steph and I started, we weren't even married yet. And we started arguing about, <laughs> we started arguing about milk flakes. Do you know what a milk flake is? I do not know what a milk flake When you open a thing of milk. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And there's little milk flakes yeah. that fall on the table. And she, she just brought it up at the bar. She's like, what's up with your milk flakes? <laughs> and I was like, excuse me? What did you just say? I knew she was ready to pick a fight, so I was ready. I was like, what did you just say? You had an actual fight about milk flakes? It wasn't a fight. It wasn't a fight. We try not to, like, be white trash. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if I'm allowed to say white trash. I think so. Edit it out. F white people. (laughs) You said Canuck. I said white trash. Come after us. I mean, it's it's not that bad. (laughs) What are you going to (laughs) take? Right? So, like, we were... we. Weren't fighting, but we were respectfully debating. So you're being passive, uh, passive aggressive. Yeah, enough that Chad left the table. <laughs> I was like, Chad, why don't you go fetch some more beers? She said, "What's uh, what's up with your milk flakes?" And I was like, "I don't know what you're talking. <laughs> what's a milk flake?" And she explained to me what I just explained to you when you open a thing of milk. And so I said, "Are we are we really debating about milk flakes? Is this a real thing?" Chad went and sat with two girls that he didn't even know next to our tables and was like, it was actually a great move by him. He's yeah. like, can you believe what these guys are? Power here? move. He's like, I don't know if I want to marry either of you ladies. Yeah. Because I, I don't want to become Chad. this. Yeah. Chad was, he was playing chess. Yeah. I, I was playing checkers. Yeah, you were arguing about milk flakes. And you know what I do to this very day? I bring the milk to the sink. This is 11 years ago. I bring the milk to the sink and I just twist the cap twice. Watch the milk flakes like fly away and i think of stephanie and chad every single time i do i think of chad's dumb face talking to those girls what's your pet peeve with stephanie dude mm-hmm. bring it on i said i said you just made me say dude because you scared me i was trying not to say dude it's my favorite word my pet peeve about stephanie mm-hmm yeah, you shouldn't do this. Let's not do this. We'll, let's not, we'll no, it. let's not do this. No, I don't think we should do this. I'm going to come we'll back here and be like, listen, I'm in an apartment now. It's a one bedroom. Uh, You'd be like, uh, are we recording this week? I'd be like, yeah, but it's, it's going to be at a new address. I got, I got, I'm in e-course. I rented this new recording studio. It's kind of nice. It's a one, I don't got any pictures. It's a one anything. bedroom. It's got a lot of ramen noodles. I'm thinking about decorating. But... Ramen noodles. <laughs> a shelf was. I, she moved in with me and I had a shelf. I actually before she moved, I had a shelf. You know how guys have shelves with shot glasses on them, mm-hmm. and that lasts till you're like 25, 26, mm-hmm. and then you're like, this is kind of stupid. I shouldn't do that. And then I was like, I'm then gonna... you just get a full bar. <laughs> well, I'm talking like living room. Yeah. I was like, I should, I should hang like a mirror and a picture of something to try to act like an adult. And when she first came to my house. I was like, this is, a, this is an adult's house, right? And she was like, you're trying. <laughs> I was like, that felt condescending to me. My daughters are the sole reason. My, when my daughters are not there, so I, I have them for a week and she has them for a week, my house smells like gym shoes. When, the, when I have the daughter, when my daughters are there, it smells like lavender. Yeah. It smells soft. <laughs> it's, it's, like, it's, it's unbelievable. It's like I want to be there. It's unbelievable. I'm like, this house is fantastic. Go to a dude's house that you're friends with that is just... Men living there, and it smells like just men living it there. It smells like just men with, like, the hint of one squirt of Febreze. <laughs> like, it's just, terrible. Just, like, it just smells like degree. Yeah. If that. 
It's like, is this a warehouse? What is this? Stephanie, when she moved in here, we went to <laughs> we went to uh, Walgreens. She's like, let's go to Walgreens. And I was like, oh, this is a hot Friday night. And yeah. She was like, candles are two for one. And I was like, this is the lamest thing I've ever done. And then we got home with the candles, and it was unbelievable. Mm-hmm. And now I see two for one deals myself. I'm a candle guy. Really? I always have been. I, no, um, I won't say always, but I. I always, whenever I walk into a store that has a candle section, I <laughs> spend a lot of time there. Wow. Yeah. So this if any of you uh... ladies are listening and want to go out. <laughs> That's right. If any of you ladies want to smell a one-bedroom apartment that smells um, like chamomile. <laughs> what kind of... I, I'm a simple candle person. Um, like, I like soft smells. I don't need no complicated 15-word candle. Uh, this would be a Stephanie question. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. All right. I get it. You know, that's how I deflected about my pet peeves about Stephanie. It was fantastic. I set you up so poorly, and then I got scared as I was asking. Probably going to be next time. Yeah, Um, we should never answer that question. (laughs) We should never answer that so we don't have to have a second recording studio. No, or she'll be sitting in here monitoring. Right. What what are you going to say now? (laughs) I guess I'm just pissing you off. That's right. That's right. So, all right. I think that's all I got, man. That's perfect. All right. Until next time, brother. See you. Talk to you.